Hello everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of Preacher's Corner with me, your host, Naledi. I am always super excited to be recording a new episode and to be, you know, releasing them because every episode, God is doing a new thing for someone out there, somewhere in the world. I hope that each and every single one of you has been okay, has been more than okay, has been doing great, has been making breakthroughs, breaking chains and doing all these things in the kingdom of God. And yes, I hope that every single one has been freed more than anything. Um, today, I just wanted to lay down the fact that we are in season two. And season two is just a growth from season one, right? Where we'll be doing things a little differently and where we'll be also growing. You know, because at this, at, 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 at the word of God, the very word of God says that we need to keep growing we cannot live on infant milk or breast milk forever so we're moving up to solid foods and moving up to solid foods means that in season two we'll be doing things slightly different we you know but you'll have to stick around in order to find out what different thing we'll be doing the next announcement that i wanted to make was that we are going to be releasing episodes twice a week, right? Mondays and Fridays to begin your week and to end your week, basically starting your weekend on a high note. But on Mondays, it's going to be our normal messages where God says what he needs to say. And on Fridays, we're going to be doing, you know, having a little bit of a chilled fun Friday, whatever happens, you know, but it's gonna be good but tune into this friday because this friday we are doing a life update i say we a lot and i'm talking about myself but i hey it's me and holy spirit but on friday i'll be doing life update and i think it's gonna take me a couple of fridays because really guys it's been more than a year right um and so many things have happened but anyway anyway i am super excited to see what God has in store for all of us this season and what God has in store for the rest of our lives, right? Without wasting any time, let me get into what we're going to be talking about today. So today, we are going to be talking about the wall of Jericho. Our text, our scripture will be based on Joshua 6 verse 1 to 18. And it reads as follows. For those of you who do not know, I read from the Good News Bible. I keep saying this, that I love the fact that it's very plain, very simple, and it's not complicated. It's not, you know, like it is what it is. It is plain English, which I love. Anyway, Joshua 6 the gates of Jericho were shut and guarded to keep the Israelites out. No one could enter or leave the city. The Lord said to Joshua, I am putting into your hands Jericho with its king and its brave soldiers. You and your soldiers are to march around the city once a day for six days. 
for six days. Seven priests, each carrying a trumpet, are to go in front of the covenant box on the seventh and on the seventh day you and your soldiers are to march around the city seven times while the priests blow the trumpets. Then you are to sound one long note. As soon as you hear it, all the people are to give a loud shout and the city walls will collapse then the whole army will go straight into the city joshua called the priests and said to them take the covenant box and seven of you go in front of it carrying trumpets then he ordered the people to start marching around the city with an advance guard going on ahead of the lord's covenant box so just as joshua had ordered an advance guard started out ahead of the priests who were blowing trumpets behind these priests were the priests carrying the covenant box and behind them were followed by a rear guard all this time the trumpets were sounding but joshua had ordered the people not to shout not to say a word until he gave the order so he told this group of men to take the lord's covenant box around the city once then they came back to the camp and spent the night there Joshua got up early in the next morning and for the second time the priests and soldiers marched around the city in the same order as the day before. The advance guard, next the seven priests blowing the seven trumpets, then the priests carrying the Lord's covenant box and finally the rear guard. All this time the trumpets were sounding. On this second day they marched around again around the city once and then returned to the camp. They did this for six days on the seventh day they got up at daybreak marched seven times around the city in the same way this was the only day that they marched around it seven times the seventh time round the priests were about to sound the trumpets when joshua or joshua ordered the people to shout and he said the lord has given you the city the city and everything in it must be destroyed as an offering to the lord only rahab and her household only the the prostitute rahab and her household will be spared because she hid our spies but you are not to take anything that is to be destroyed and if you do you will bring trouble and destruction on the israelite camp so first things first this is a very long text like wow but the first thing that 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 came to mind to me when i read this text was that this wall of jericho the tit- the title oh it's just a side note the title of my message today is the wall of jericho but the thing that always comes to mind when i read this story of jericho and joshua and all of these things was preschool not preschool but sunday school um kids church you know how if you had like a great sunday school teacher they'd make us stand up and start marching around as if we're marching around the wall of jericho and the thing is that now in our adulthood we read the story of jericho and we think that it's so far from us and it's so far from our reality but the thing is that we also have walls of jericho sometimes within us and sometimes it's outside situations you know that are troubling you or that are hindering you because the thing about the wall of jericho is that 
the Bible says that the gates of Jericho in verse 1 were kept shut and, and guarded to keep the Israelites out. No one could enter into the city and no one could leave the city. Once you were in, you were in and once you were out, you were out. And a lot of us carry situations or carry burdens in our hearts and in our minds and in our spirits that are very guarded more than anything and also that are very like tightly shut so much so that you feel trapped and a lot of people i know um love to play for pray for freedom you know praying for freedom god set us free god break the chains god do this um break the things that are holding us down or you know it could it it really could be anything you know in in your heart of hearts what your wall of Jericho is. And so as I was reading the scripture and, and, and God was like really giving me this message, I probably got this message like a week ago, a couple of days ago, actually. And God was like, why did you stop marching? And I'm like, I, but I can't really just, you know, start marching and, you know, all of these things, especially if I didn't believe that my wall could come down. And so the thing about God was that when he told everyone to start marching, he had already given them a promise that, listen to me, when you start marching, um, before you even start marching, God said to Joshua that he is putting into Joshua's hands Jericho with its king and its brave soldiers. And so because of the finished work of Christ, I'm sure we've heard the saying that we do not fight for victory, but we fight from a place of victory. And so we have the guarantee that we have the promise of victory before we even start marching, before we even start shouting, before we even start praising, right? And so it makes it much more easier to actually do the marching. All you have to do is to just believe. If you believe that the walls can come crumbling down, then the walls have already come crumbled down. The most important thing in um in in this text was that we can't just start marching. We can't just start recruiting people to march with us. We need to be able to be as close to the presence of God as we can be so that we are able to take instruction. God didn't just tell Joshua to start marching. God didn't just tell Joshua to, to you know, to just, to just get up at a certain time. He gave him clear, very, very clear instructions of how to march, how many times to march, the order in which they need to march, and everything else, you know, because they marched once every single day, but there was a specific order. They woke up at a specific time. They did it at a specific time, at a specific angle, at a specific, you know, it could be clockwise, it could be anti-clockwise. But the main point was that Joshua made sure that he was close to God. So much so that he was able to hear the instruction that God put out. 
the Bible says in, in the book of John, Jesus says that when you abide in me, I will abide in you. And in, in Joshua, the first chapter of Joshua, God um, says to Joshua that I will be with you just like I was with Moses. And so it doesn't just stop there. That yes, God is always with us, but we also need to be like God. Joshua took time from He's just like how Jesus did, you know, how he would withdraw from the crowds and take time to go and pray and go to be with God and to go to be with Holy Spirit. So Joshua also did the same. Joshua, it, it doesn't really say it that much, but there are instances where, where, where the book of Joshua tells us that Joshua spoke with the Lord. And whenever he spoke with the Lord, he was mostly by himself. And then from what he got from the Lord, he went and went to lead the people that God had placed in his hands. And so it's important that we are very close to God so that we are able to get every single instruction on how to destroy and to collapse the wall of Jericho. And it's not even it's 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 not even a thing of whether the wall will fall. The wall will fall. The wall will fall if we follow instruction. Anyway, moving on. I, I needed to stay there because a lot of us try to do a lot of things without God. That God would give us an idea or God would tell us a certain thing. And we try to do things based on what God told us, but we also miss the how that God wants to tell us, you know. So it's important for us to stay in the presence of God and to pray as much as you can so that you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit and sensitive to that which God wants you to do. Because even with Jesus, 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 the only difference between us and Jesus was that Jesus was with God before he came to the earth. And so when he was with God, God gave him instructions on what to do. That's why in the book of John, he always says that, Father, I have come to do that which you have told me to come to do. And I've come to fulfill it. And I've come to do it the way that you told me to do it so that I can bring you glory. And so our obedience to the the sound and to the voice of God in our lives brings all the difference and makes all the difference and also brings glory to God because we do things the way that God wants us to do them. My next point is that The thing about marching, you you know, the thing that I realized is that Joshua didn't tell any of his people that God had already given them the victory, that, that the walls will march. They probably thought that um, if they do, if they march and they do what Joshua tells them to do, then only will the wall fall. But... In the book of God, in the in the supernatural, the wall fell before they could even march. And so whether they participated and did things the right way, the wall was going to fall. It was never a matter of whether the wall was going to fall. It was a matter of 
stirring their faith in the people during that time because God could have chosen for them to do it on one day, but that would not have been able, they would have believed in God, yes, but they would not have had a faith that was built from scratch. And that's why every single day they needed to do it. Just like us, you grow in the word of God when you read it each and every day. You read it on Monday, you read it on Tuesday, you read it on Wednesday, twice on Sunday or whichever way, you know. But the more you do something, the more you become better at it, right? And so in them, with marching every single day, God was building their faith. God was 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 coming to them in in the 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 I don't what's the word I'm looking for but God was was saying to them that the more you march the stronger you get because what obeying instruction does is that it it allows for us to build character. It allows for us to trust God more. It allows for us to believe more. More than anything, it allows for us to get stronger. So, each and every single day, as the Bible tells us, they went to march. They went to march in a specific order. They went to march on day one, on day two, three, four, five, and on day six. On day six, they did the same thing. But on day seven, things were a bit different. And I love the fact that it took seven days because the number seven is the number of completion. It was on the seventh day that God rested, on the seventh day that he, 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 he was saying that, that the world has been created, it has been formed, and now I can rest. And that's why I think we have seven days in a week as well because after Sunday, the the week is finished the week has been completed and you have also completed everything that you needed to do for the week and so when it comes to monday you start a new week and so they did the same thing monday uh, let me not say monday because they probably could have started on wednesday but they did the same thing for six days and the thing about doing the same thing for six days is that it builds you up man it builds your faith it builds your character it builds your strength it builds everything that god needed to build and on on day one they probably did it and and it was fine you know and then they did it again on day two and on day two now you're you're like I need to focus. I need to do this. On day three, now you're like, okay, I need to start believing more. I need to start believing more. Because I don't think that Joshua told them that on the seventh day that the, the wall will, will collapse. In the way that I see it, Joshua told them each and every day, I feel, the instruction. He didn't tell them the whole thing. I think he told them the instruction on that specific day. But I think he called the priests. You know, it doesn't tell us, but it, it just says that on on the first day, Joshua he called the priests, the seven priests carrying the priests who are blowing the trumpets, the priests who are, you know, um carrying the covenant box and all of those things. And then they did it again on the third day and the fourth day. And on the fifth day, 
you're starting to get tired, right? But now you are drawing strength from that place, your reserve, from that place where nobody knows. Now your faith is supposed to be getting stronger. And, oh, side note, side note, before I forget, the fact that they were carrying the covenant box, the covenant box in a way represented the presence of God. And so while you are marching around your wall of Jericho, don't forget to carry the presence of God with you because God will be there to make sure that let's go, let's march on this day. And then on the second day, God is saying it's time to wake up and march around this thing. And then on the third day, God is saying that your faith is being stirred. Now you need to march more than anything. And on the fourth day, God is saying, I know you're getting tired, but we're almost there and we're about to go there. Carry the presence of God with you. And on on the sixth day, they were probably as frustrated and they were probably tired and they were just like, you know what? Nothing is happening, you know, but they had such a strong leader that they believed in. And more than anything, I think that Joshua during that time was probably encouraging them and they were probably praying in their hearts because they couldn't, they were told to be quiet. And one of the reasons why a lot of people, um, well, not a lot of people, but in this specific story that they were told to be quiet is because it it happens that the enemy will try to come in, especially where there are a lot of people, and he'll try to place doubt. And one person will voice out, I'm tired. The next person will voice out, nothing is happening. The next person will, will, will voice out, you know, as much as there are also those who will voice out encouragement. But the enemy will always try to divide and conquer. And once somebody said one thing, it could have led to all of them or most of them giving up, right? But they were told to be quiet during that time. It was a a sacred moment during that time, right? Because they needed to keep their mouth quiet because what what, what the Bible says is that there is the power of life really does lie um, in in the power of, of 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 death and life lies in the tongue and so we needed to we we need to be careful of who we have in our camp when we're marching down the wall of jericho because the thing is that not everyone will want your jericho to come down some people enjoy seeing you trapped inside the wall of jericho some people they they enjoy seeing you unable to get inside a certain territory that God has given to you because the wall of Jericho is standing in front of you. So you need to be careful. You need to be careful not to say anything that will discourage, divide, or all of those things. And so on the seventh day, instead of marching once, they marched seven times around it. So the thing is that on some days, on your seventh day, look, 
I'm not saying that you should also march seven times. Only you and God knows how many times you need to march for your wall to get down. Sometimes you will have to march for three days. Sometimes it will be four weeks. Sometimes it will be 10 months. And sometimes it will be five years. But keep on marching. Don't stop marching, right? But on the final day where you're supposed to march for the final day, God will increase it and say, March seven times this time on this specific day. Because on the seventh day, you are bringing all these days together and you are stirring all of your faith and you are taking the last of the last of the thing that God has placed inside of you and you are taking it and you are sacrificing it and you are saying that I will march and I will never stop marching until I see the wall come down. And on the seventh day, they marched. And they shouted. More than anything, they shouted. And I love because their shout was not a shout of God break this wall down. It was a shout of victory. It was a shout of God, you've already done it. It was a shout of we praise you for the for the thing that you've already done. And so on your seventh day, guys, on your seventh day, shout like you never have before. Praise God for it. Shout and sing and be joyful and all these things. Because what the enemy, the enemy, man, the enemy works hard. But we must work harder. We must work harder. And we will never be shut down by the enemy. So if God says shout, you make sure that you shout and you praise and you worship and you sing praises. And you sing praises of thank and, 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 and songs of thanksgiving and gratefulness and victory. Why? Because God has already given you the victory. Because in our shouting, we understand that God inhabits the praises of his people. And so when we are when we are praising, our praises go up. And God God has no choice during that time to inhabit those praises and to send whatever blessings, to send whatever rain, to send whatever spirit that he or his holy spirit the level of his holy spirit down and he sends it down and it rests upon his people. He rests upon its people. My my he like man. I'm my my head is buzzing. But anyway, to move on to my last and final point. The next instruction that Joshua gave was for everything in the city of Jericho to be destroyed. And when he said that, he said that. It must be destroyed. Nothing must be taken. Why? Because whatever it is that you pick up after your wall of Jericho has been collapsed, you cannot take it into the next level, into the other side of your life. You cannot take it because if you take it with you, best believe that it will it, it has the ability to hinder that which God has called you to. God has called you to a new level. So you can't take a bag. 
that that's why when Jesus commanded the disciples to go out into the earth, he told them not to take anything with them. Why? Because it was going to slow them down because it was going to pull them down because things would become more important than what God is doing. And in the same way, God was telling Joshua that he must tell the, the, the Israelite camp that you can't take anything within Jericho to the, play, to the new place that I'm giving to you. Why? Because it will taint, it will destroy, it will, it will cause division, it will cause all of these things. It will, it will destroy the Israelites camp and it will bring trouble and destruction. So if your wall of Jericho is unforgiveness, when God tells you that your sins are forgiven and he gives you the spirit of forgiveness in order to forgive the person who has almost tried to destroy you, you cannot even take not even an ounce, a small ounce of unforgiveness to the other side. Now that you've known how to forgive and you've learned how to forgive, you need to do it at an even higher level on the next uh, 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 in the next place that God has set you for. If you have any ounce of jealousy, guys, you, you know what your wall of Jericho is. And once you get to your wall of Jericho, destroy everything that the enemy can use against you because you can't take it to the next season. Because when you get to the next season, it's a new wall up in there that you need to tear down on behalf of yourself or on behalf of the next person. So when you march with the next person who says, I have this trouble, I need a camp that will march with me, then you will do it with the full spirit of God because you know you know the impact you have been through the marching and so you need to be able to help others with a clean heart that's why the bible says create in me a new and clean heart put a steadfast spirit in my soul put a steadfast spirit in me so you need to destroy every single thing in your Jericho because it will no longer be a mess that, that, that you carry around, but it will be a testimony that God will use to help others in the next level where you're going. With that being said, I need you to literally, guys, like the Bible says that we must be childlike when it comes to our faith. I need you to literally stand up and march and march and march as a prophetic sign that God, what you're doing in the in in the the spirit in the supernatural, let it come into the natural. And so God, God, God in the spirit is saying that that wall has come down. Now you need to enforce that promise of God into the natural and make sure that it happens. And so every morning i need you to stand up and to start marching around this wall and start declaring the word of god and start praising within your spirit and start thanking god for the fact that that wall has come down because because it really has come down it really has come down it really has to has come down declare it over your your your, your life over the life of the world, the, the somebody that you're praying for. But you need to declare it. You need to believe that it has already happened. Because the Bible says that whatever you ask for in my name, in the book of John, 
if you believe it it has been done for you in the name of jesus it has been done so every single time prophetically when you have a jericho inside of you in inside of you or ahead of you or in front of you that doesn't allow you to be free that doesn't allow you to enter the spaces that god says they are yours you need to literally start marching and marching and marching and marching and marching like you never have before and i promise you that on the day that comes when you have to shout i pray that you prophetically and in the spirit you hear the crash coming down you hear that wall coming down and you declare it in the name of jesus and share it with your people share teach your people how to do it as well have a camp have guys be involved in a small group one mistake that i made was to isolate myself but i'm not saying that isolation is bad cuz sometimes god will isolate you in order to prepare you right but if you can please pray with other people have a small group of people be involved in a group of people with a group of people so that you don't do this life thing alone so that you have warriors with you soldiers who are brave who will be able to march with you and say this is the wall well we're taking it down and say that this is the thing that's bothering you well we will pray it down because god has given us the victory and so march 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 i think next next month in november or 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 maybe next week or maybe even this week it's monday that we in in your prayer time prophetically start marching on monday start marching on tuesday start marching and every day of the week start marching because it's time for these things that entrap us and do not and deny us the freedom to come down and collapse and it's also time for these strongholds and whatever that that are keeping us from entering the territories the kingdom territories that we need to take for god nothing is going to keep us down nothing is going to stop us any longer With that being said I just like to say a small prayer Heavenly Father I pray that you may give us a marching spirit I pray that you may give us a spirit Father that is unwavering and unrelenting my God I pray my Father that let it be your spirit my Father that you give to us Father let us not be let us not be discouraged let us not live in doubt but let us be sure just as you gave you gave Joshua the victory father before he even started marching that we may also believe that you've given us the victory before we have even started marching and father i pray that even when we when especially when on the 6th and 7th day when we get tired or even the middle of the week when we get tired that you may remind us of the promise that you may remind us of the victory i pray that each and every wall shall come coming down because as long as you are on the throne there is nothing that will keep us in that will trap us in for you have given us freedom your word says that freedom is what we have and i thank you in the name of jesus 
that nothing will keep us from taking territories for you. That those spaces that they are telling us that they are full, that I know that we have spaces in them. We have places in them because you have given them to us. And I pray this in the name of the living Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. Guys, go out there. March your Jerichos down. Be bold in the world. Be bold in the spirit. Be bold out there. And remember to always be in a small group of people until your group gets larger. And never do this life thing alone. The Bible says where two or more are gathered, there he will be. God loves witness. God loves witness. And I hope that this message changes your life the way that it has changed mine. I am the one who's bringing this message to you. But man, I'm telling you that this message is also meant for me as well. As I have Jerichos that I've been dealing with. But I hope that it does you a world of good. And share it, guys. Share it with as many people as you want. All right, share it, share it. Don't keep the word of God to yourself. More than anything, do not keep the testimony that God has given to you to yourself. Share it. People want to hear it. I want to hear it. Your family needs to hear it. And every single person needs to hear how God set you free. With that being said, guys, peace out. I hope you have a great week ahead. Don't stop marching. But I hope you have a great week ahead, a productive week a week that changes your life forever. Peace.